Greetings to those who watch below. On this channel I've done many videos about ghosts and spirits, but today we're going to take a look at demonic entities and possibly possessions. Demonic Attacks and Disappearance by Chelsea B27 I'll start off by saying I've had many strange and creepy experiences with the supernatural, but this tops it. For a little backstory, the house I lived in was haunted and also had multiple deaths, but the spirits were in no way harmful. In March of this year, I was having a few drinks with my roommates, having a great time. I ran to the bathroom and decided to look into my room. A couple of weeks prior to this, I noticed a tall dark shadow figure standing in the corner of the room. So I go into my room, and what happened next I have no recollection of, but my roommates confirmed everything. I ran out of my room screaming that the shadow was back, just hanging out in my closet. Afterwards, I bolted out of the house and flagged down a car and told the driver I couldn't be in the house anymore and that something was after me. After this, I took off running to the back of the house. My roommate finally came out to find me slouched over with my head dangling. He put his hand on my shoulder to get my outdoor motion light to turn on. He turned around for maybe five seconds and I just disappeared into thin air. I quite literally poofed. He said I didn't run or walk, I just disappeared for a trace for 15 minutes. My roommate and his sister said they heard me yelling and cussing at something all around the house, but yet they never saw me anywhere. I finally managed to come to and got violently shoved to the ground. No memory of anything. I have no idea where I poofed to or what I was trying to fight off. But I do know that the thing that lurked around my house was about eight foot tall with red eyes and horns. Fast forward to a week later, I was waking up with bruises and scratches and no idea where they came from. That night, I was having a drink when I blacked out, and when I came back to, I saw blood all around the house. I'd been scratched on my nose, but it wasn't a scratch, it was a claw mark. I don't know how it got there or what caused it. I have a gap in my memory of both of these incidents. It was a very terrifying experience, and I'm working on looking into where I disappeared to, and why. A Demon That Will Not Leave by Captain Gardner I've experienced some weird encounters recently in the past few years. My life seemed to be going normally, until one fateful day when my friend committed suicide. That day... I was different, and something weird seemed to come with it. I don't know really how to explain it, but I swear to you that I have seen what I perceive to be a demon after that day, and it's reoccurring. It started out as simple manifestations of a human-like creature. I'd look and see it, and then do a double take and it would be gone. I usually just shrugged off this phenomena until something extremely horrid happened. This horrid thing was the fact that this demonic-like creature started to converse with me. Like he actually knew me. It said things like, Now you know real pain. And, Join me. 
This really freaked me out. But then I thought that it may have actually been my friend who committed suicide. I mustered up the courage one day, and when the entity appeared, I asked it in a calm voice, I'm not afraid of you. Are you Dylan? I felt really good about asking the creature if it was my friend, but what happened next scared the living crap out of me. The demonic entity just looked at me with those weird, pitch-black eyes and said in a mocking voice, Dylan? Who's that? I'm not that. I am you, and you are me. I never really got what it meant when it said that. The entity didn't bother me for a long time, but I've started to feel not like myself anymore. For one, I became extremely angry and agitated almost regularly over nothing. I even almost killed one of my best friends. Could the statement that the entity said, I am you and you are me, mean that this demon is saying that he is possessing me and will be a part of me? I really want to fight it. Does anyone know what I should do? Exorcism Experience by Dark Rose 666 Before I begin, I would like to say that this story may seem to be embellished or altogether fictional. However, this is something that truly happened to me, and I am reporting it in the most factual manner possible. If you have questions, feel free to ask me. This event took place about two years ago. I'd just gotten back from game night at a friend's church, though I wasn't a Christian at the time and I'm still not. I was sitting around the living room of my parents' house, where my mother and some friends that we had were talking about how wonderful God is. I disagreed vehemently with them and could feel the anger building in me, though I did my best to hide it, as I would have gotten in trouble for not following my parents' religion. They went on about God for about 45 minutes and during that time, it became harder and harder to conceal my rage, and it felt as though this level of anger was not possible to be had by a person. Eventually, I was growling under my breath, and though I tried not to, I could hardly stop myself. When the friends, a man and two women a little older than me, noticed this, they suggested that we all hold hands and pray. I held the hands of my mother and the man and as they began to pray, I began to feel myself digging into their hands with a very strong force. After this had gone on for a while, I can remember dropping suddenly on all fours and letting out a loud, growly scream. At this point, they began to pray over me, and I continued to scream on my living room floor. When this had been going on for some time, the mother of these friends had come over along with the rest of the family to try to help me. I had no idea when they came in, because I was fading in and out of consciousness. The mother started to anoint me with oil on my forehead, and I could feel a slight burn, but nothing that would even cause me to say ouch. However, the thing inside of me was still screaming as if it were on fire, though I felt almost nothing. It sounded as if some unknown language was being spoken when the spirit in me screamed, and to this day I have no idea what was being said. My face felt like it had a buzzing mask attached to it that was slowly being pulled away, but was still somehow connected to me. The feeling is similar to what a person feels 
when they are leaving their body during astral projection, but it was not my soul that was leaving. During the entire episode, my dog had been barking inches from my face in an effort to protect me. I was told this later, because I was unconscious of it at the time. He was not barking at me, but as if something were attacking me and he was trying to scare it away. The praying and screaming continued until about 3am. I can't remember the spirit leaving me, or what happened to end the exorcism. I can only remember sitting on the couch crying and wanting to get away from everyone and just go to bed. I also have no memory of the following few days after that, most likely because this event was very traumatic, and to this date, the most terrifying thing I have lived through. I still don't consider myself to be a Christian, and this experience didn't convert me. I believe that it was not God's power that was used to help me escape the malevolent spirit, but I believe that it was their own power and their belief in their ability to help me. The Guardian Storm and the Demonic Intruder by Faith456 This was the first time I ever experienced paranormal activity. These events occurred two years ago. My family and I moved from Florida to Indiana so we could live near my father's relatives. My parents purchased a two-story house built in 1990 from the owner's daughter. The previous owner wanted to move because they had lost their son due to an asthma attack a year before, and it was too painful for the parents to live there. The activity didn't start for a month after we moved in. I was in my room doing homework when I heard a knocking and scratching in the attic. I told my dad, and he got a revolver in case it was a raccoon, and headed to the attic. He didn't find anything, and called an exterminator the next morning. The exterminator told us there weren't any pests in the house, or any entrances they could use to get in. The knocks and scratches continued. Two weeks later, my little brother Bobby began waking up screaming. We asked him what happened, and he said he saw a monster. We assumed it was just an eight-year-old's overactive imagination, and dismissed it. A few days later, I was watching TV in my room, and heard a very loud banging in the attic. I thought a fight had broken out up there, so I called my dad. He got his revolver, and went up to the attic. He called us up there a few minutes later. The attic was destroyed. It looked like someone had taken a bat and went mad. There was a broken window, several unpacked boxes were thrown about, their contents all over the floor. We called the police, and they came out. They couldn't find anything. It had snowed that day, and they couldn't find any tracks leading to or away from our house. The noises continued. Not long after, my baby sister Annie started waking up wailing more than usual. At this time she could say a few words, and said bad man, pointing at an empty corner in the room. We didn't know what to do. Both Bobby and Annie were now having nightmares. A week later, I had the house to myself. My brother was at a sleepover, and my parents took Annie with them to spend the night at Grandma and Grandpa's house. While I was cooking a little dinner, I saw movement out of the corner of my eye, got curious, and went to check it out. I saw a tall shadow, 
that was as best as I can describe, darker than the darkness around it. The shadow took a step toward me, and I ran out of the house to a neighbour's house for help. When my parents came home the next day, we all walked inside looking around. I thought I was going mad. A few days later, when I was walking in the front door, I glanced up the stairs and froze. Leaning over the guardrail was a man who looked like he was in his late teens to early twenties, and looked furious due to the glare he was giving me. I screamed. My mum ran in and saw the man too. I blinked, and he was gone. My mum and I promised to keep it between us, so as not to make the situation with the rest of the family worse. After that, everything stopped. No knocks, no scratches. My brother and sister were even able to sleep peacefully for about a month. When my brother's birthday came, he was running around upstairs excited. I poked my head out my room, intending to tell him to be careful. When he turned towards me, he missed a step, and started to fall down the stairs. I was terrified. Then he stopped. He was mid-air, and the back of his shirt looked bunched up, as if someone grabbed him from behind. Bobby was sat on the top step, and was just as shocked as me. When I wrapped my mind around the fact that something saved my little brother, I said out loud, Thank you, to whoever saved him. A couple of days later, my father was checking out Annie, when he said he saw a man leaning on the wall, looking at Annie, and described the man that Mum and I had seen. That night, the whole family talked about the fact that our house was haunted. The next day, we had a medium walk around the house. She told us, You folks have two entities here. One was the late son of the previous owner, and the other a demon. She told us the son, who had wanted to be known as Cyclone, had been fighting to keep us safe, and the reason we saw him at times was because he was watching over us. The demon had been scaring Bobby and Danny along with me. She said we'd have to do a cleansing. After the cleansing, the demon was gone. We still see Cyclone on occasion, but now, he's like a part of the family. Thank you so much for checking out today's video, I really hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like on the video, and also feel free to comment below guys. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell. That way you'll know when the next Brimstone Below video comes out. If you've got a video topic that you want to hear, or have a story you'd like to share, please feel free to let me know. My contact details are all in the description box below. So, until next time, sleep tight.